Section 4 of the Blue Poetry Book, edited by Andrew Lang. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Twa Corbys As I was walking all alane, I heard Twa Corbys making a main. The tain unto the t'other say, Where shall we gang and dine the day? In behint yon old failed dyke, I wot there lies a new slain knight and naebody kens that he lies there but his hawk his hound and his lady fair his hound is to the hunting gane his hawk to fetch the wild fowl hame his lady's tain another mate so we may make our dinner sweet ye'll sit on his white house bane and i'll pike out his bonny blue een with a lock o his golden hair we'll thick our nest when it grows bare mony a one for him makes mane but nane shall ken why he is gain or his white banes when they are bare the wind shall blaw for ever mare anonymous to one in paradise thou wast all to me love for which my soul did pine a green isle in the sea love a fountain and a shrine all wreathed with fairy fruits and flowers and all the flowers were mine ah dream too bright to last ah starry hope that didst arise but to be overcast a voice from out the future cries on on but o'er the past dim gulf my spirit hovering lies mute motionless aghast for alas alas with me the light of life is o'er no more no more no more such language holds the solemn sea to the sands upon the shore shall bloom the thunder-blasted tree or the stricken eagle soar and all my days are trances and all my nightly dreams are where thy dark eye glances and where thy footstep gleams in what ethereal dances by what eternal streams by edgar allan poe Hymn to Diana Queen and huntress, chaste and fair, Now the sun is laid to sleep, Seated in thy silver chair, State in wonted manner, keep. Hesperus entreats thy light, Goddess excellently bright. Earth, let not thy envious shade Dare itself to interpose, Cynthia's shining orb was made Heaven too clear when day did close. Bless us, then, with wished sight, Goddess excellently bright. Lay thy bow of pearl apart, And thy crystal shining quiver. Give unto the flying heart Space to breathe, how short soever, Thou that makest a day of night, Goddess excellently bright. Ben Johnson County Guy Ah, county guy, the hour is nigh, the sun has left the lee, the orange flower perfumes the bower, the breeze is on the sea. The lark, his lay who trilled all day, sits hushed his partner nigh. Breeze, bird, and flower confess the hour, but where is a county guy? The village maid steals through the shade, her shepherd's suit to hear, to beauty shy, by lattice high, sings high-born cavalier. The star of love, all stars above, now reigns o'er earth and sky. 
and high and low the influence know but where is county guy sir walter scott gathering song of donald dew pibroch of donald dew pibroch of donald wake thy wild voice anew summon clan connell come away come away hark to the summons come in your war array gentles and commons come from the deep glen and from mountains so rocky the war-pipe and pennon are at inverlochy come every hill-plaid and true heart that wears one come every steel blade and strong hand that bears one leave untended the herd the flock without shelter leave the corpse uninterred the bride at the altar leave the deer leave the steer leave nets and barges come with your fighting gear broadswords and targes come as the winds come when forests are rended come as the waves come when navies are stranded faster come faster come faster and faster chief vassal page and groom tenant and master fast they come fast they come see how they gather wide waves the eagle plume blended with heather cast your plaids draw your blades forward each man set pibroch of donald dew knell for the onset sir walter scott the destruction of sennacherib the assyrian came down like the wolf on the fold and his cohorts were gleaming in purple and gold and the sheen of their spears was like stars on the sea when the blue wave rolls nightly on deep Galilee. Like the leaves of the forest when summer is green, that host with their banners at sunset were seen. Like the leaves of the forest when autumn hath blown, that host on the morrow lay withered and strown. For the angel of death spread his wings on the blast, and breathed in the face of the foe as he passed and the eyes of the sleepers waxed deadly and chill, and their hearts but once heaved and forever grew still. And there lay the steed with his nostril all wide, but through it there rolled not the breath of his pride, and the foam of his gasping lay white on the turf, and cold as the spray of the rock-beating surf. And there lay the rider distorted and pale, with the dew on his brow and the rust on his mail and the tents were all silent the banners alone the lances unlifted the trumpet unblown and the widows of asher are loud in their wail and the idols are broke in the temple of baal and the might of the gentile unsmote by the sword hath melted like snow in the glance of the lord by lord byron the Cavalier While the dawn on the mountain was misty and gray, my true love has mounted his steed, and away, over hill, over valley, o'er dale, and o'er down, heaven shield the brave gallant that fights for the crown. He has doffed the silk doublet the breastplate to bear, he has placed the steel cap o'er his long flowing hair, from his belt to his stirrup his broadsword hangs down. Heaven shield the brave gallant that fights for the crown. For the rights of fair England that broadsword he draws. Her king is his leader, her church is his cause. 
His watchword is honor, his pay is renown, God strike with the gallant that strikes for the crown. They may boast of their Fairfax, their Waller, and all the round-headed rebels of Westminster Hall, but tell these bold traitors of London's proud town that the spears of the North have encircled the crown. There's Derby and Cavendish dread of their foes, there's Aaron's high Ormond and Scotland's Montrose. Would you match the base Skippen and Massey and Brown with the barons of England that fight for the crown? Now joy to the crest of the brave cavalier, be his banner unconquered, resistless his spear, till in peace and in triumph his toils he may drown in a pledge to fair England, her church and her crown. Sir Walter Scott On First Looking Into Chapman's Homer Much have I traveled in the realms of gold, and many goodly states and kingdoms seen. Round many western islands have I been, which bards and fealty to Apollo hold. Oft of one wide expanse had I been told, that deep-browed Homer ruled as his demean. Yet did I never breathe its pure serene, till I heard Chapman speak out loud and bold. Then I felt like some watcher of the skies, when a new planet swims into his skin, or like stout Cortez when with eagle eyes he stared at the Pacific, and all his men looked at each other with a wild surmise, silent upon a peak in Darien. John Keats Song for Music a lake and a ferry-boat to sail in the moonlight clear and merrily we would float from the dragons that watch us here thy gown should be snow-white silk and strings of orient pearls like gossamers dipped in milk should twine with thy raven curls red rubies should deck thy hands and diamonds should be thy dower but fairies have broke their wands and wishing has lost its power Thomas Hood Ode Written in 1746 How sleep the brave who sink to rest By all their country's wishes blest, When spring with dewy fingers cold Returns to deck their hallowed mould. She there shall dress a sweeter sod Than fancy's feet have ever trod. By fairy hands their knell is rung, by forms unseen their dirge is sung. Their honor comes, a pilgrim gray, to bless the turf that wraps their clay, and freedom shall a while repair to dwell a weeping hermit there. By William Collins To Daffodils Fair daffodils, we weep to see you haste away so soon. As yet the early rising sun has not attained his noon, Stay, stay, until the hasting day has run but to the even song, and having prayed together, we will go with you along. We have short time to stay, as you. We have as short a spring, as quick a growth to meet decay, as you, or anything. We die, as your hours do, and dry away, like to the summer's rain, or as the pearls of morning's dew, ne'er to be found again. Robert Herrick
THE SOLITARY REAPER Behold her single in the field, yon solitary highland lass, reaping and singing by herself. Stop here, or gently pass. Alone she cuts and binds the grain, and sings a melancholy strain. Oh, listen, for the veil profound is overflowing with the sound. No nightingale did ever chaunt more welcome notes to weary bands of travellers in some shady haunt among Arabian sands. A voice so thrilling ne'er was heard in springtime from the cuckoo bird, breaking the silence of the seas among the farthest Hebrides. Will no one tell me what she sings? Perhaps the plaintive numbers flow from old unhappy far-off things and battles long ago. Or is it some more humble lay, familiar matter of today, some natural sorrow, loss, or pain that has been and may be again? Whate'er the theme the maiden sang, as if her song could have no ending, I saw her singing at her work, and o'er the sickle bending. I listened, motionless and still, and as I mounted up the hill, the music in my heart I bore, long after it was heard no more. William Wordsworth To Blossoms Fair pledges of a fruitful tree, why do ye fall so fast? Your date is not so past, but you may stay yet here a while, to blush and gently smile, and go at last. What, were ye born to be an hour or half's delight, and so to bid good night? "'Twas pity nature brought ye forth "'merely to show your worth "'and lose you quite. "'But you are lovely leaves "'where we may read "'how soon things have their end, "'though ne'er so brave. "'And after they have shown their pride, "'like you, a while, "'they glide into the grave. "'Robert Herrick "'Proud Maisie Proud Maisie is in the wood, walking so early. Sweet Robin sits on the bush, singing so rarely. Tell me, thou bonny bird, when shall I marry me? When six braw gentlemen, Kirkward shall carry ye. Who makes the bridal bed? Birdie, say truly. The grey-headed sexton that delves the grave duly. The glow-worm or grave and stone shall light thee steady. The owl from the steeple sing. Welcome, Proud Lady by Sir Walter Scott Sleep Come, sleep, O oh, sleep, the certain knot of peace, the baiting place of wit, the balm of woe, the poor man's wealth, the prisoner's release, the indifferent judge between the high and low. With shield of proof, shield me from out the press Of those fierce darts despair at me doth throw. Oh, make in me those civil wars to cease. I will good tribute pay, if thou do so. Take thou of me smooth pillows, sweetest bed, A chamber deaf of noise and blind of light, A rosy garland and a weary head, And if these things, as being thine in right, Move not thy heavy grace, thou shalt in me, livelier than elsewhere, Stella's image see. Sir Philip Sidney Hymn for the Dead 
That day of wrath, that dreadful day, when heaven and earth shall pass away, what power shall be the sinner's stay? How shall he meet that dreadful day? When shriveling like a parched scroll, the flaming heavens together roll, when louder yet and yet more dread swells the high trump that wakes the dead. Oh, on that day, that wrathful day, when man to judgment wakes from clay, be thou the trembling sinner's stay, though heaven and earth shall pass away. Sir Walter Scott The Poplar Field The poplars are felled, farewell to the shade, and the whispering sound of the cool colonnade. The winds play no longer and sing in the leaves, nor ooze on his bosom their image receives. Twelve years have elapsed since I last took a view of my favorite field and the bank where they grew, and now in the grass, behold, they are laid, and the tree is my seat that once let me a shade. The blackbird has fled to another retreat, where the hazels afford him a screen from the heat, and the scene where his melody charmed me before resounds with his sweet floating ditty no more. My fugitive years are all hasting away, and I must ere long lie as lowly as they, with a turf on my breast and a stone at my head, ere another such grove shall arise in its stead. Tis a sight to engage me, if anything can, to muse on the perishing pleasures of man. Short-lived as we are, our pleasures, I see, have a still shorter date, and die sooner than we. William Coper Winter When icicles hang by the wall, and Dick the shepherd blows his nail, and Tom bears logs into the hall, and milk comes frozen home in pail, when blood is nipped and ways be foul, then nightly sings the staring owl, to woo, to wit, to woo a merry note, while greasy Joan doth keel the pot, when all around the wind doth blow, and coughing drowns the parson's saw, and birds sit brooding in the snow, and Marion's nose looks red and raw, when roasted crabs hiss in the bowl, then nightly sings the staring owl, to woo, to wit, to woo a merry note, while greasy Joan doth keel the pot. By William Shakespeare Annabel Lee It was many and many a year ago, in a kingdom by the sea, that a maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of Annabel Lee. And this maiden she lived with no other thought than to love and be loved by me. I was a child, and she was a child, in this kingdom by the sea, but we loved with a love that was more than love, I and my Annabel Lee, with a love that the winged seraphs of heaven coveted her and me. And this was the reason that, long ago, in this kingdom by the sea, a wind blew out of a cloud, chilling my beautiful Annabel Lee, so that her high-born kinsmen came and bore her away from me to shut her up in a sepulchre in this kingdom by the sea. The angels, not half so happy in heaven, went envying her and me. Yes, that was the reason, as all men know in this kingdom by the sea, that the wind came out of the cloud by night 
chilling and killing my Annabelle Lee. But our love, it was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we, of many far wiser than we, and neither the angels in heaven above nor the demons down under the sea can ever dissever my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabel Lee. For the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabel Lee, and the stars never rise but I see the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabel Lee. And so all the night tide I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride, in her sepulchre there by the sea, in her tomb by the sounding sea. Edgar Allan Poe To Mary If I had thought thou couldst have died, I might not weep for thee. But I forgot when by thy side that thou couldst mortal be. It never through my mind had passed the time would e'er be o'er, and I on thee should look my last, and thou shouldst smile no more. And still upon that face I look, and think twill smile again, and still the thought I will not brook that I must look in vain. But when I speak, thou dost not say what thou ne'er left unsaid. And now I feel as well I may, sweet Mary, thou art dead. If thou wouldst stay, e'en as thou art, all cold and all serene, I still might press thy silent heart, and where thy smiles have been. While e'en thy chill, bleak course I have, thou seemest still mine own. But there I lay thee in thy grave, and I am now alone. I do not think where thou art thou hast forgotten me and I perhaps may soothe this heart in thinking, too, of thee. Yet there was around thee such a dawn of light ne'er seen before, as fancy never could have drawn, and never can, restore. Charles Wolfe Twist ye, twine ye, twist ye, twine ye, even so, mingle shades of joy and woe hope and fear and peace and strife in the thread of human life while the mystic twist is spinning aid the infant's life beginning dimly seen through twilight bending lo what varied shapes attending passions wild and follies vain pleasures soon exchanged for pain doubt and jealousy and fear in the magic dance appear now they wax and now they dwindle whirling with the whirling spindle. Twist ye, twine ye, even so, mingle human bliss and woe. Sir Walter Scott To Lucasta, on going to the wars. Tell me not, sweet, I am unkind, that from the nunnery of thy chaste breast and quiet mind to war and arms I fly. True, a new mistress now I chase, the first foe in the field, and with a stronger faith embrace a sword, a horse, a shield. Yet this unconstancy is such, as you too shall adore, I could not love thee, dear, so much, loved I not honor more. 
by Colonel Richard Lovelace. End of section four of the Blue Poetry Book.